0: Ha <laughs> ha Dynasty podcast on the sports gambling podcast network brought to you by our Patreon score exclusive perks, content and contests, including, including our NFL wins totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sports backslash Patreon. All right, I'm going to bring in my guy, Mr. FF bourbon do Brad, And I am your host dynasty dorks, Dave Heilman. We're excited. We have a football game tonight, Um, even though it's Kellen Mond and Zach. Let's go Browns! It's uh, it's still uh, it's football season, and I love 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 that shirt, Brad.
1: Oh, thanks. It's a little kickback last year. This was the shirt I chose for Scott Fishbowl '12. It's one of my favorites. It's got the route tree on it, but it's all the various live draft locations from last year, which was pretty sweet. And uh, Dave, you went to one this year, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I went to Cincinnati. I mean, it was a blast. We had the guy from Cocaine Bear. We had the Bengals mascot. We had a bunch of different guys. Shout out to Chuck Bass, one of my guys. Um, Andrew Hall, um, John Bosch did a great job putting it together. And it was at one of those bars that, you know, maybe if you're an uh, older, I don't just want to drink regular beer kind of a guy, not for you. Um, Because they had like a Skittles beer with an Airhead in it. Um, and so I just got like an old plain beer, um, but I was driving. So I didn't want to, you know, taste test a lot of stuff, but a lot that of people, it's awful. Yeah, they, I mean, it was a lot of, a lot of random stuff. I would say it was an awesome spot. And if you want to, you know, taste test a bunch of random beers, it was good. Um, they had a great food truck outside and it was a blast. I did a card, uh, I did a, a card rip. So a bunch of people got some sweet cards and, uh, nice. it was a great time. But uh, we're here. What else is great
1: though? Before we move on, is that jersey that nobody can see other than the very top? A little bit of Tune Squad action, little
0: Tune Squad Bugs Bunny action, number one, numero uno, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into some trades. And we're going to talk trades tonight, and we're going to do a little bit of DLF, and we're also going to talk to you about a new product from Bulletproof. And uh, I definitely think Bulletproof FF, you guys need to check that out. But uh, we're going to start off with some trades. Brad, what's the first one you got for us?
1: Yeah, so just, you know, trying to see what the market's doing. I started with the top player at each position that has seen the most jump in transactions from one month to the next. So looking from June to July, the top quarterback was Justin Herbert, who saw a 40% jump in trades in that 30-day span. So I looked at two of kind of the most common ones uh, that I felt like at least warranted a little bit of conversation. So I think this first trade, you'll see it on the screen. We've got Justin Herbert on one side, and we have our number one overall pick in Bryce Young and Trey Lance on the other side. So Dave, where are you at on a dynasty trade? This is super flex, full point PPR, tight end premium. Not that that necessarily applies too much in this one, but again, it's Justin Herbert or Bryce Young and Trey Lance.
0: Yeah, this for me has a lot to do with how you feel about Trey Lance. And so because I value Trey Lance very little, uh this is like uh this trade would would probably cause some problems in the league. Uh, Very heavy on the Justin Herbert side. This guy was the second overall passing yards and he had a bad season last year. Uh, Like he's, he's, he's really good even when he's bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, and that was a, he was top five in passing yardage without Mike Williams, large portion of the year without Keenan Allen at the beginning of the year. Now they bring in a new offensive coordinator, and Kellen Moore, they bring in a new wide receiver weapon in Quentin Johnston. It's ve- It was very odd to me to see the spike in trades, but this kind of value, like if you can find somebody that would take Bryce Young and Trey Lance because they are a Trey Lance believer and think he's going to end up starting somewhere, even if that's not San Francisco, this is a smash deal, in my opinion, for sure. Let's move on to the second one. And this is the same thing, but a little bit different. So I left Bryce Young's picture on here. However, comma, it was the 1.03 and Geno Smith for Justin Herbert. So I put Bryce Young in there. This could have been Jameer Gibbs It could have been uh, C.J. Stroud. You know, there's options. J.S.N. here. But I just went with a couple more quarterbacks, Bryce Young and Geno Smith for Justin Herbert. So, Dave, where are you at on that trade?
0: I'm still going with Justin Herbert here. And so I like the idea of, you know, Geno Smith and comboing him with Bryce Young. I just I don't think Bryce Young is gonna have the success early. Um, I don't know if he's gonna run the ball enough, and this this team is gonna be one of the lower scoring offenses in football. I think they do a lot to protect Bryce Young early, but you look at the weapons there. You got um, DJ Chark, you got Adam Thielen, Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst coming off of surgery. Adam Thielen's on a one year contract. DJ Chark's on one year contract. You have Jonathan Mingo. He's a great prospect, great draft capital, very poor resume. This guy is all projection, and I'm not saying he's going to be a bad player, but you're you're projecting it out. You haven't seen it yet. And LaVisca Chenault, we haven't seen it yet. And so um, there really isn't much going on there in the long term, and then they traded DJ Moore and their first-round pick next year. So it's like I don't have the idea of, oh, this is going to get better real fast. Yeah. just. I don't think that's going to happen. And wide receivers just don't hit the free agency anymore. So I'm going to go with Justin Herbert, who's got a loaded receiver. And I've seen it. And I think it's a great way, if I'm the Bryce Young or 103 owner, to be able to acquire Herbert.
1: Does it change at all with the 103 instead of Bryce Young? Let's say it's JSN and Geno Smith and that Seattle stack, or it's, uh, Jameer Gibbs and Geno Smith. Do either of those names move the needle at all for you? They or do are you still staying strong.
0: They do. Um, you know, I just I, I think that I would prefer either of those over, and then it depends on your your roster. I, I still think that I would take Herbert over the 103 and Geno, but if you put Gibbs in there. Um, you might be able to talk me into it because I'm very, very interested. It's hard to find running backs, and you know, we talked a little bit about like shelf life quarterbacks that are running quarterbacks, they're not going to play until they're 40 years old. There's a lot of young r- rushing quarterbacks, there's not a lot of old rushing quarterbacks, yep. But you get young, you get receiving quarterbacks I and mean, receiving running backs like Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, uh, Austin Eckler. They have longer careers, and so I think you're going to get you know good seven eight years out of Gibbs, and um you know I like JSN as well, but I'll take Gibbs, and uh, I'll take Gibbs and Gino. You can have Herbert.
1: Yeah, and look, we're talking trades. We're going to continue talking trades. If you like what you're hearing, you got to get out there and support us with the sports gambling podcast Patreon because it is the perfect place for all those diehard degens like Dave and I. So sign up for our Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals contest with $1,000 going to first place, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast and an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being degenerates. There is even a Discord channel for all of our Patreons to go check out. Sports Gambling Podcast has and always will give out all of our picks for free. And the Patreon is a great way to support us at the network and fight back against corporate gambling. So check it out at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. So Dave, you talked a little bit about Bulletproof FF. We got it up on the screen here. Talk us through kind of how you've stumbled across Bulletproof uh, and some of the cool things that they've got for us.
0: Yeah, yeah! Shout out to to Dynasty Dad, uh, and he got me hooked up on it. I was in the show last night, and uh, it's awesome. I mean, you look the the visual is just fantastic, and you you can see the ADP. It looks like a big sleeper board, um, and you can see startup ADP and the Scott Fish ADP. Um, I stumbled upon this actually during Scott Fish, and it was giving the live. ADP as the draft was going. And I was like, this is awesome. And so, um, very clean love, love the visuals. And then, um, you know, as far as trades on the show last night, it was just, Hey Dave, give me a name. I'm like, boom, Anthony Richardson. And next thing you know, he's pulling up trades for Anthony Richardson and we can talk about it. And this gives you some ideas of what to do. And so like, like, it's like the tier players uh, I think it's interesting when you look at it cuz if you have a tier 1 player we'll say you know a top 6 player at the position or you know a tier 2 player you'll say top 6 the position you may want to pare down but you don't want to go to you know too low so this gives you some options so like this is how you can pare down this is how you, how you can get like a, a running back and a receiver um for a quarterback gives you some different options or how to tear up. You know, I think you, know, you saw earlier using the 103 or Bryce Young to trade up and get Justin Herbert. So, uh what one of these trades stands out to you cuz right there we got Justin Herbert and Jameer Gibbs, Patrick Mahomes and Michael Pittman. Oof. That Yeah,
1: is I a mean, beast. Yeah, you talk about the you know, the 103 and uh Geno Smith for instance. This one right here is the one that jumps out to me. Justin Herbert and Terry McLaurin for Bryce Young in three firsts. Like, that's a hell of a load for a guy like Justin Herbert, who is an absolute monster. Don't get me wrong, but if you're in a rebuild-type situation, them three firsts can be huge for you. Plus, you add Bryce Young, uh, you know, arguably the better, the best quarterback in this draft class in 2023. That's, that's a big, big load for a rebuilding-type team. So that's one that really kind of jumped out to me. But if I'm looking to contend, the one right underneath it is one that I really like, where you get the stack of Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper with the Cleveland Browns, and you pair that with a guy that I think is set up in the seventh round for ADP to be an absolute smash. I've been talking for the longest time about how important it is to hit on those seventh, eighth, ninth round draft picks. And I think Miles Sanders is that guy this year for me. A guy that you can draft in the seventh, eighth round that is going to provide way more than that ADP, in my opinion. There's nobody behind him. He's going to run. He's going to catch the ball as well. And it's a team that I think is going to lean on him quite a bit. So I think the volume is going to be really, really nice for Miles Sanders. So I really like that trade for a win now type of team as well.
0: Yeah, you got Justin Herbert and uh, a third for Deshaun Watson and a first. Uh, this one's a big one. Um, you have Justin Herbert, 24 first times two, a 25th first and a 25th second, a 24th second. So you have three first and a second. Then look below that. Look at that one. Justin Herbert, Nick Chubb, Mark Andrews, and a third. What side do you want on that bottom one? If bounce uh, that off.
1: I am pre- So if I'm trying to win right now, uh, and I have the depth. So the one thing I would say about this is we don't have quite the context on whether or not these are super flex or non super flex leagues. So if this is a one QB league, I'm absolutely smashing that deal hands down. And I don't think you know, I think you look at this and you kind of know it's super flex or, or Justin Herbert's not pulling that kind of value But if I don't, I need to have the depth at the quarterback position to make that move because Superflex is a big deal. Now, I think Nick Chubb this season is quite possibly a top three running back from a volume and a fantasy points perspective. Mark Andrews, I'm not worried about, but I just I I think his upside is probably a little capped now with some of the additions to that wide receiver room. Uh, So I'm probably leaning towards the Justin Herbert side, even though that's a hella good haul uh, for him.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting. You see a lot of common names, Uh, a lot of Deshaun Watson on the trade side, um, you know, for Justin Herbert, Um, Deshaun Watson, T. Higgins and Pacheco, Deshaun Watson, Miles Sanders and Cooper, Deshaun Watson and a first. Uh, I think there was another one floating around here. Deshaun
1: Watson and Devonta Smith. I really like that one.
0: Yep. Dak Prescott. uh, He's pretty popular one as well. Dak, Iuke, and a first for Herbert. You got, you know, there's a bunch. So we'll move on to the next player. But um, this is awesome. You guys did a great job. So shout out to you, uh, Bean Counter. So, all right, so we're going to move on to the running back position now. And the top guy this
1: year, or I'm sorry, this month that has seen a huge spike, and everybody's kind of aware of the news surrounding Jonathan Taylor, him asking uh, formally for a trade, the comments made by Jim Ursay. But we've seen his trades jump 50% over the last 30 days. And this trade is very interesting to me because the player on the right side of the screen it's very polarizing. There are people that are all in and there are people that are fading pretty heavily. So, would you prefer Jonathan Taylor or Travis Etienne?
0: Oof, oof. And this is a long-term situation, not, you know. So, I I just put the question out yesterday about where are we doing with our rankings with Josh Jacobs and Jonathan Taylor because I'm going to keep Jonathan Taylor. But I'm telling you right now, not very comfortable with either of these running backs right now.
1: Yeah, my biggest concern is I feel like you're probably selling him at a discount and I get it. But even if he gets traded, like his value is not going to go down once he gets traded, it's going to go up. So I feel like he's a hold right now. You can't really move him so I'm very solidly in the Jonathan Taylor camp he's at practice he's practicing he's he's not he's not holding out he got his one year I understand there's some turmoil there but the the guy's gonna play football this year Uh, so I'm not really worried about it from that perspective I think the longevity is a serious concern but I mean is there a landing spot that he would go Dave That you're like, oh yeah, I'd definitely rather have Travis Etienne because, I I mean, obviously, if it goes like Cleveland to split carries with Nick Chubb, obviously something like that would be crazy. But is there a legitimate, like, a landing spot that makes sense from a football perspective that you're like, yeah, no, I'd rather have Travis Etienne?
0: Um... Yeah, I mean we got to see what happens. Um, there's only a few teams that can really afford him because if you traded for him, you're gonna have to do some type of contract extension. You're not gonna just right. bring him over for the same contract, like he wouldn't do that. So um, but like the teams that they brought up were like like Tennessee would be a terrible one. Um, but the team the teams that were brought up were um, him going to the Chargers to be with Austin Eckler, him going to the Bears, to take over that backfield. Miami. Um, you look at the teams that are in the Dalvin Cook sweepstakes. You know, pretty much the entire AFC East. Um, all those situations. But um, I think the one that would be interesting would be the Denver Broncos. I don't know how they feel about. Uh, I don't know how I feel about. Um, you know, uh, Javante Williams' health. But that'd be an interesting one. Um, and of course, if the Chiefs would make it right and get him, but the Chiefs don't have the money. I think realistically, the only team that can afford him is the Bears.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, and I, I get it. There, there's, you know, a lot of question marks, but I'm I'm solidly on the left-hand side of the screen with Jonathan Taylor. I do want to ask a quick question around your perspective on Travis Etienne. Like I said, he's a very polarizing player. So with Doug Peterson, they, they draft tank bigs me a very good running back in between the tackles, one of the better pure runners in this class from that perspective. Are you worried about Travis Etienne? Or do you think the addition of somebody to maybe take a little bit of that workload will increase the longevity and give Travis Etienne a 16 or 17 game season where he can really compile some hella good stats? Because a note came out from Doug Peterson this week, and it might have been today, that he said he sees Travis Etienne as a 16 or 1700 yard running back. Is that realistically something we could see this season?
0: Well, I think it's going to prolong his career. And the idea that you would love to see him in some type of a role like an Austin Eckler or an Alvin Kamara. And so I don't think he's exactly like those kind of players, but I think he's similar. And so I'm worried about his upside, but I'm I'm really not like dropping him down the board. I think if you're comparing him against – you know, some lesser players that will be okay, but Etienne's still a top 10 dynasty running back for me. And I'm very, very comfortable with him. And he's in one of the best offenses in football in a great situation. And so um that offense is on the way up. And um, you know, he was able to show last year that he can be a very good fantasy option.
1: Yeah. So let's let's take a look at this real quick. We got Travis Etienne ADP at the 4.05 or about number 40 overall. Going around guys like Drake London, Austin Eckler, D.K. Metcalf, Kenneth Walker, Josh Jacobs going a few picks after him, JSN going a few picks before him. Does that feel like a good spot for you? Or are you comfortable taking him there? Is he a value there, or do you want to see him a little bit lower?
0: Uh, I mean, that's pretty much where you're going to see him. Um, when you look at that, like you got Jacobs, a little bit older of a player, got a contract situation. Um, depends about the premium or not. Like Hawkinson, some people would really prefer him there. Some people are okay with it. I'm going to talk about DK Metcalf here in a second. So I think that's the range. I mean, I'm looking at the, the next round and, you know, um, this is one of those where like if you were to send uh, 106, 107 for ETN, you might get a quick reject, but all those players that were going 106, 107 are being drafted one round after ETN. Yep. With, uh, you know, you have Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnston, and then Zay Flowers not far behind.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: All right, cool. Let's look at one last real quick
1: trade uh, for Jonathan Taylor. And that's another guy that we just talked about. So we, we said we were in the Jonathan Taylor camp in the last one against Travis Etienne. What about Jonathan Taylor versus Kenneth Walker III? What side are you on there?
0: I'm going to think about that one, and while I'm thinking about it, I'm also going to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. This show is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy, and the NFL season is, is right around the corner. It's actually probably on right now. And Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props. It is available in a ton of markets, plus plenty of opportunities to win on their MLB contests. Of course, make sure to enter the Best Ball Mania 4 where first place gets $3 million head over to underdog fantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. So Ken Walker and Jonathan Taylor, that is that I actually had a startup this year and I got both of them and I'm not feeling so good, <laughs> not feeling so good, Bob. And so, um, uh, yeah, I yeah I it's it's tough I'm gonna go Jonathan Taylor still um we've seen it more um and I do think Charbonnet is gonna gonna be a little bit of a problem there for for Ken Walker but uh Jonathan Taylor we've seen it and uh he's you know want gonna stick there but they're back to back
1: yeah I I I still have him a decent amount apart. I I don't worry about Kenneth Walker. I think he's still an excellent running back. He's going to perform. I just don't think he's going to get the volume to be a top. I, I think his upside is capped. Jonathan Taylor's upside is not capped. He could still very feasibly be the number one overall running back in the NFL, period. Um, so I'm still going to lean Jonathan Taylor. Like I said, I, I worry, uh, flexing out of him too much right now because of the value.
0: And and Um, I'll, I'll say this, you know, um, Sebastian's putting out great work. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel. And so the doc talked a little bit about Ken Walker and the concerning part about his groin injury is he had a sports hernia surgery last year. And so it's a possible reoccurrence. And so we've seen players try to play through it. Um, We've also seen players elect to not have surgery. Curtis Samuel two years ago. Then all of a sudden they say can't play, have to have surgery, and they miss six to eight weeks. And so if he decides to play through it, gets hurt, he's going to miss, I mean, almost the entire fantasy season if he has to have surgery. (laughs) Yep, for sure.
1: So, uh, you know, you you see a note on the screen there from our guy, J-Mark. If you don't listen to their podcast, him and his wife, Miranda, it's old-fashioned football where they have a nice little sip of some bourbon, like I'm drinking right now, a little Michter's American whiskey. uh, And they talk about auction-style fantasy football drafts. So if that's your style of fantasy football Make sure you check them out again. It's old-fashioned football with the SGPN Fantasy Football Team, and he's talking about the Fantasy Football Expo going on next weekend in Canton, Ohio. If you haven't heard about it, make sure you check it out. It's thefantasyfootballexpo.com. Again, it's in Canton. They're running it from August 11th to August the 13th. All kinds of cool activities. Yours truly, Dave and myself. And the SGPN team will be hosting the party on Friday night there, so make sure you get out there and check that out. Tickets are available again. Go to fantasy the dot to check it out. So let's get into the wide receiver that we are talking about. Seeing the most trades right now, he is up fifty five percent since over the last thirty days. A name I did not expect, to be honest. And that is DK Metcalf, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. And a very intriguing trade for me that I'm curious to hear your side on, Dave. Is DK Metcalf or Devontae Smith? Or Devonta Smith. Sorry.
0: So somebody traded DK for Devonta straight up?
1: That is correct.
0: I just don't, I don't understand, like, Receiver for receiver trades. Like trading Ken Walker for Jonathan Taylor. Trading uh one for one trades are interesting. Um, like for me, I, I still have DK as the, the number one in that offense. And I, I I have him slightly over Devonta Smith. Not by much. Um, he's not much of an older, not much older than him. Um, I do think that you see a little bit of regression with Devonta Smith. Not only is that offense gonna regress a little bit, but you're also you saw a regression when Dallas Goddard was on the field. And so I think Devonta's great. And they're literally like two spot. Like, I don't even know what you accomplished by doing this trade. It's like, okay, I went from wide receiver 13 to 14 or 14 to 15. Um, I don't know if it makes your team that much better by making the move.
1: Yeah, I, I totally get it. This is where the, the fan in you can come out, right? If you're an Eagles fan and you're like, man, I really like Devonta Smith. Man, I really want him on my fantasy squad. And you got DK. Like you said, Dave, you're making a one-for-one swap. You're not really losing anything in the grand scheme of things from a value perspective. But you get your guy that you want to root for on a week-to-week basis. I can buy that. Me, personally, I'm on the Devonta Smith side of here. I just, look, I, I like what Seattle is doing from an offensive perspective. They've got DK, they've got Lockett, they've got JSN, they've got Kenneth Walker, they added Zach Charbonnet, they got Noah Fant, maybe he plays in at some point. Like, that's a lot. Can Geno Smith support five people? I just just don't know. Whereas Philly, you got kind of similar questions, right? Can they support Dallas Goddard? And Devonta Smith and AJ Brown and DeAndre Swift. I'm pr- I'm gonna go with the who I believe is the better quarterback and the better offense. And I, for me, that's Jalen Hurts. So I think there's an uptick in play going from DK to Devonta Smith. But I do understand your perspective there as well.
0: Noah Fant has no business being involved in that conversation. <laughs>
1: That's fair. There's still five names, D.K., Lockett, J.S.N., Sharp. I know, but if
0: you put A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and J.S.N., no offense sitting at the kid table. He's not eating with the big boys. Oh, oh I man. Mean,
1: I, I mean, I didn't say he sits at the kid table because he's like, I mean, he's a towering man compared to me. He's so. a
0: monster, but, I mean, come on. What's he have, like 70 fantasy points the last two years?
1: Yeah, it's not He's great. not,
0: he's not eating anybody's food right now. Yeah.
1: Not great, not great. All right, so let's look at the next one. This is a very interesting trade because I have a very huge spot in my heart for Jahan Dotson. One coming out of Penn State, fellow Penn State grad. Uh, Seven touchdowns his rookie season. Going in, getting a ton of camp hype with a better quarter. You know, what I've got to imagine is better quarterback play than what they had last year. But then is he really even close to DK Metcalf? But here's the trade, and we'll get your perspective, Dave. DK Metcalf for, like I said, Jahan Dotson, and newly rookie acquired receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, Rasheed Rice.
0: DK. Yeah. Rasheed, Rasheed Rice doesn't move the needle. It's not that I don't like Jahan Dotson. I don't like Rasheed Rice. Yep. And so it doesn't move the needle for me. I would need something else. And, um, you know, again, I think this would be a great trade to make if you have, you know, Rasheed Rice and Jahan Dotson and you want to move up, you know? Like, I think Jahan Dotson's a good receiver, but I do think his upside's capped. And you're looking at, you know, Terry McClark's going to be there for a little while. Sims going to be there for a little while. We'll see if Sam Howell can feed all those big names. You know, you got... I mean, if you're putting Noah fan there, I got to put Logan Thomas in there, That's like John Bates. Um, but, I mean, you got Antonio Gibson, you got Brian Robinson, you have Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, and you have, you know, Jahan Dotson, who was a good red zone threat, had some really um, good touchdown numbers. Um, but DK Metcalf is DK Metcalf, and I would rather trade up from Jahan Dotson to get DK than trade down.
1: So... So let's let's think about this. Rasheed Rice is what like a mid to late second round pick, something like that in in uh, rookie drafts for Superflex.
0: Yeah, it's it's cooled got, off. He was getting a l- little crazy at the end, uh, at the, right after the draft. People were going putting him at one twelve, but yeah, he's more like two hundred seven, two hundred eight. Settled
1: out, right? So so what do you need on top of Jahan Dotson to go get DK Metcalf? What
0: a what a first? What a mid
1: first? Do yeah. it, let's say, a mid-2024 mid first.
0: Yeah, that's to do it.
1: Okay. Do you think you could get that, a mid 24 first and Dotson for DK?
0: I think so. Because um, I feel
1: like the trades that I saw for DK Metcalf outside of that Devonta Smith one, there was a lot of, ooh, they added JSN. Like, oh, we're, we're starting to devalue DK Metcalf. So let's let, you know, let's just take a look real quick while we're at here. Here's some trades for DK Metcalf, courtesy of Bulletproof Fantasy Football. So again, bulletprooff.com. Check it out. Um, So DK Metcalf uh, for Quentin Johnston, Mike Williams, and a second. Is that something that would move the needle?
0: He said Quentin Johnston, a second, and Mike Williams?
1: And Mike Williams.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that definitely is a close. So if you're, you know, a rebuilding team, um, you know, my, I I'm concerned if anyone's rebuilding and selling young receivers, but I can see making that move. Cause you look at it. DK Metcalf is, is 407 and Jahan Dodson 708. So I said, yep. you know, a first round pick that kind of makes the difference. Quentin Johnston's 505. Yep. And so you got you're getting uh, a bump from Johnston to Metcalf plus a second, plus Mike Williams, who's not much further down the board. I can't find him right off the bat, but I, he's ten oh five. He is yeah, ten oh four. So, yep, right, right there. So I'm taking that deal over uh, over Metcalf.
1: Okay, this is an interesting to one to me because we talk about projection and and who we like. DK Metcalf or Jerry Judy in a 24 first?
0: Oh, Judy in the first.
1: Judy in the first. So you are a believer in Jerry Judy with Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, that he's going to return some of that value this season.
0: Yeah. And if you're looking at it from an asset value, it's, it's just a one, literally a one round difference. 407, DK, Jerry Judy, 507. You're getting a first? Yeah. Sign me up.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, here's another one with Jahan Dotson. So would this move the needle? Jahan Dotson and Tank Bigsby no. for DK? No. See, that's that hype, right? We've talked about the hype and who to believe and what's what's actually going to happen, right? Tank Bigsby looks great. He's a great first and second down guy. They're talking all this about him. Okay, let me, let me go ahead and move a guy that I know isn't the number one option in the offense. He's a backup running back right? Is he going to have flex appeal every once in a while for sure, but he's not a guy that really moves a needle when you're going to get a Supreme asset, like a DK Metcalf here. So I would agree with that. I would take the DK side. So if I could capitalize on tank Bigsby, I'd, I'd, I'd go for that.
0: So if you did that in a startup, that would be equivalent of trading 407 to drop into the seventh round to get Dotson and getting a 12th round pick. That's awful.
1: And I, th- I think it's interesting because not, not a lot of people talk about trades in that perspective. Hey, let's go look at startup ADP and figure out what the values are for real. Because that's that's telling you what the market is right there. It does open people's eyes. And it, it, it sometimes doesn't work because they're like, oh, wait a minute. You mean I could get more for that? they start looking at that. But to your point, you talked about the 106 and the 107. If you'd have offered that in draft for Travis Etienne, you'd have probably gotten turned down. Yeah. But then you look at startup ADP and both of those picks are in the next round. So you effectively go down one round and add a pick in a startup. That's a monster deal, right?
0: Yeah. Like I said, I'm looking at, players like assets and that's their ADP. That's like, that's their market. And so if this guy's worth a fifth round pick and this one's worth a sixth round pick, you want to give me a first to drop back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just did it. I literally did this yesterday. A guy gave me a a, a fifth round pick and a first round pick for my third round pick. I was like, all right. Yeah. Take it. Consider it
1: done. Consider it
0: done. All right, just a couple other players before we wrap
1: it up here. Some other guys that were really high on the list. Amon Ross St. Brown has seen a huge spike in trades this season, you know, over the course of the last 30 days as well. Has Where's he in your dynasty rankings? Is he moving up? Is he moving down? Has he stayed kind of steady uh, with the offseason addition of Sam LaPorta really kind of it at the wide receiver room? Not really... Uh, uh, not really addressing wide receiver at all. Uh, Sorry, Sam Laporte at the tight end position. So, so where are you at with Amon Ross St. Brown? Is he a guy you're willing to go trade for uh, or, or move off your dynasty squad?
0: Uh, No, I I think he's, I mean, he's definitely a player that, you know, Amon Ross player. If you want to get like one of the top guys, I think he's a good player to move. Like if you were to try to get Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson, he's a good piece to move. Um, cause he's right there. And so I'm trying to pull the rankings up right now to look at where I'm at. Yep. Um, but I, I have, um, I'm on Ross St. Brown at, you know, he's at wide receiver seven for me. And so, yeah. so I'm very I, high on Amon Ross St. Brown. And so, um,
1: I've got him at nine. I'm a little lower. I mean, we're, we're close. So <coughs> cool, cool. Um, all right, one more, another very interesting one for me. Brees Hall. So, tweaks, what's going on? Are you concerned? I'm looking, we're in a draft right now. I might be staring at Brees Hall in the fifth round of a redraft lead. Is that that seems crazy, right?
0: Yeah, I almost took him at the turn. Um, it's especially in a redrafted stuff, I'd say for a dynasty that his value is better than redraft In redraft. You're, you're going to see, you know, possibly a ramp up at the the beginning of the year. And if they were to add Dalvin cook, I might cook his value. And so you're going to in redraft, I'd be very concerned. And so for, and dynasty, you still are like trying to win this year. And so I would have some concerns, but I mean, still he's a stud and, should be drafted very highly in your dynasty startups, and I would treat him that way in any dynasty startup trade or in any dynasty trade. I love it.
1: All right, you got what else you got going on? Anything else you want? You got a player you want to talk you know, about? A
0: pop. I think a popular trade, and and this one I think you're gonna really like to talk about.
1: Oof. All right,
0: Anthony Richardson. Let's talk about Anthony Richardson. Let's bring up some Anthony Richardson trades.
1: All right, fine, I'll do it.
0: Anthony Richardson trades, and then let's look at some running backs. We didn't talk running back trades other than Jonathan Taylor.
1: All right, Anthony Richardson. Here we go. Ugh, this makes me want to throw up already.
0: For those that don't know, if you're first, <laughs> if you're first of all, if you're a first time uh, on the show, thank you for checking in. Make sure you hit that subscriber button. We really appreciate it. Any questions, we would love answering football questions. And uh, Brad doesn't like Anthony Richardson. Um, <laughs> I like Anthony Richardson, but I think Anthony Richardson, I said earlier, I think Amon Ra- St. Brown is a great piece. Like if you can get like, like for me, like Amon Ross Ra- St. Brown, Jalen Waddle, and T. Higgins, those are great pieces to go up and get Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Because you're close enough where you can actually have the conversation. When you're using guys like Jahan Dotson and Zay Flowers, you're going to need a whole lot of something else to start that conversation. But if I said, hey, Brad, how much further do I got to get to get Jamar Chase? I mean, I'm really still surprised I didn't get that trade done with (laughs) Jamar Jamar Chase trying to get Waddle and ETN for Chase. Should Brad have accepted that trade? I offered etn and waddle for jamar chase and he said go enjoy your pancakes i'm good (laughs) um so the first the first trade i want to talk about anthony richardson zach charbonnet and a first for austin eckler and lamar jackson team on the right i think is going to win a championship this year the team on the left got 112 zach charbonnet and anthony richardson do you how do you feel about that if you're uh which side are you on It's not even close. I'm taking Lamar and Eckler 11
1: out of 10 times. (laughs) Like if somebody will let me double tap, I would do it. Look, you're getting two sure things for a, I don't know. And I know I'm low on Anthony Richardson. I get it. Then Zach Charbonnet, the second running back in Seattle, and then a 24 first, i you know, there's some context there. I mean, if that's a super early first, that might move the needle a lot more than some random first that I'm looking at. But without that context, I'm taking Lamar Jackson and Austin Eckler every single
0: time. So let's see if we're going to find a trade. We're going to find something where Brad accepts Anthony Richardson. Um, We'll start. We'll start here. Anthony Richardson, and yeah, this is a big one. Anthony Richardson, Chris Olave, Desmond Ritter, Josh Downs, and Lazard in a fourth. For Tyreek Hill, Aaron Rodgers, Kamara in a 2nd I How'd mean
1: you have to go to that one? I was, I was ready to say no to more. I uh, mean, this one is a lot closer. It, but it's not close to me because of Anthony Richardson. It's close for me because of Chris Olave. I'm going, I'm getting rid of a 38 year old uh, quarterback. I'm getting rid of a 27 going on 28 year old running back who's getting ready to get suspended. Tyreek Hill at 29. Like I'm getting rid of a lot of older assets to a team that wants to try to win this year, obviously. And I'm getting Chris Alave, Josh Downs, who we really liked coming out of the draft. Anthony Richardson, who's got obviously upside with the rushing and whatnot, I just worry about the longevity piece. And then you've got some shots in the dark with Desmond Ritter. You look, Desmond Ritter might show up this season. Who knows? Get him. I mean, you think about what that team did with Marcus Mariota last season, right? They were they were in playoff contention through the last, through like the first ten weeks.
0: You could move Ritter so, for a late first or a couple seconds.
1: Yep. So i i i will probably take the Anthony Richardson side on that.
0: All the right. one That's, above
1: that, I'm taking the Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Side the other board. one I was
0: about to read and then I didn't even start. So Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, and Chigga Conquo for Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith, and the third, I'm taking the Trevor Lawrence side. Easy to be to be honest,
1: you could get rid of Geno in that third, and I'd probably still take it. I might take Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson straight up for Trevor Lawrence. Like,
0: Well, and the reason I brought Richardson up is I think Richardson's a great, like the two players that I think that you'll see in a lot of trades that are used to move up are Anthony Richardson and Deshaun Watson. You move those guys to get up. So you get your Patrick Mahomes, you get your, Uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrows, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. So, I actually don't see a lot of those, but I'm sure you probably can find it where people are able to acquire, you know, Patrick Mahomes by using, um, using Anthony Richardson. I don't see it on here.
1: I see a Jalen Hurts
0: one there. Yep. So he's able. That's a
1: here's one, but it's five for five
0: yeah um
1: so that's you know that starts to get very difficult to to gauge right when you get that high
0: and you see on this website I and mean, there' these these trades are being pulled straight from sleeper and you can see on the right side a little bit of what kind of league it is and I'm pretty sure they're just using superflex for for a standard here
1: okay yeah cool
0: um because all of them look to be that way um and so I mean just shout out to the guys bulletproof on the bottom here. Developed by a-, 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 a Deco. Um, probably saying that wrong, but a D E I K O underscore F F. Just great job, great job. Um, but yeah, you know, 2024, 2025 first, and Anthony Richardson for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. And so let's go to another one. Let's go to a running back. Let's go to a Josh Jacobs. We haven't talked about Ooh, him, man. we talked cool. about Jonathan Taylor. Josh Jacobs, the other one. A post-up yesterday, I'm like, how far do you drop them down in your redraft rankings? But the other question is, how far do you drop them down in your dynasty rankings? Because it's just it's not looking good for Josh Jacobs or, or Jonathan Taylor. Um, I have always have concern if a guy misses any ca- time in camp. We've seen it time and time again. They miss time in camp, they're holding out, and then they don't play or they get hurt, or they they have little nagging injuries. It's just um, It just doesn't seem like a good route. And so um AJ Brown and Josh Jacobs and a third to get eat, get try you know, Jamar Chase. Like that would be a different trade if we didn't have this scenario over our head. That yeah. might, you know, I might do that one. But you, you look at this, how does it look in two years? Like we don't <laughs> know what's going to happen with Josh Jacobs. Jamar Chase should be still balling. AJ Brown's gonna be closer to that. That you know, he's only 26. Yep. He's not that old, but yeah, no. Um, I might take that one. But I mean, Josh, I'd
1: take ETN in the next one. I'd take Saquon in the next one. I'd so, take so, Reese Hall a few down for from those there.
0: listening. For those listening, it was Josh Jacobs for ETN straight up. Then it was Josh Jacobs and Sky Moore for Barkley. We took both the other side. Now Josh Jacobs, then you have Jawan Johnson a first, and Jake. Oh, never mind. Josh Jacobs, Jawan Johnson, 24 first for Kyle Pitts and Michael Pittman. Brett, we do.
1: Pitts and Pittman.
0: And then and you got Pittman. Josh Jacobs, Devin, a chain, Sam Laporta for Brees Hall. Brees Hall. You have, um, let's go to the top. Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris for Stevenson, Pauler in a second. This is just like, which running backs do you like better? Yeah. Um, give me two minutes. I,
1: yeah, I'd probably go yes, this. Muscles? I ah, that's a tough one because I'm gonna go Jacobs and Naji. I'm gonna go Jacobs and Naji there. I, I I I am not low on Pollard. I just have a little. It, it's odd to me that a guy can come off of a broken leg, and literally nobody is talking about. He's coming off a broken leg in the playoffs and it's like it didn't even happen. It's just very weird to me.
0: They're set. Not only are they saying that he's ahead of schedule because he, so again, I listened to the show earlier, Andrew, Justin and Sebastian did a nice job and they talked about um, the Pollard injury and how Pollard literally is above schedule where he had the same injury as Darnell Mooney. And Darnell Mooney's injury was two months earlier, and they're both practicing. And the fact that he avoided the pup, and and not only are they saying he looks good, the videos look good. As a Giants fan, videos was,
1: look good for everybody, right? I, I mean, but like
0: an injured guy, yeah, like let's but, J.K. Dobbins videos did not look good last year. <laughs>
1: all right, okay, I concede you picked. The one what you know, one of the well,
0: I of mean, great. you know, You're right. certain if you if you look good, those are typically healthy guys. This is a guy that was supposed to be not healthy and he looks healthy. That's all that I'm saying. Yeah. And so I was a Giants fan. I was hoping Pollard missed miss week one, but they're not signing anybody, which is another sign that that he looks like he's gonna be healthy. Yep. Um Let's see. Yeah. Any other players?
1: Um, Let's see. Who's a good. What's up? Drake London action.
0: Let's see. Drake London. Then what about Chig? Drake London. Chig or Pitts? Whatever you want to look at.
1: Really? Well, we'll do Chig just because we're already talking about Atlanta with Drake London.
0: So you got so, Mal- Malik Davis and Drake London for James Cook, Tank Spigsby, and Romeo Dubs. <laughs>
1: It's like, if that's what Drake London costs, go buy him. Go get him right now. I
0: I like this move right here, and I like the Jefferson side. If you want to get Justin Jefferson, you trade Drake London, 107. So we'll just say that that was Jordan Addison, Elijah Moore, and 24 first, get Justin Jefferson. Which side are you taking?
1: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the cop out answer. If I'm trying to win now, I'll take Jefferson. If I'm rebuilding, I want the other side. Okay. I mean, that's what he costs. If we're honest, that's what he costs. There I always I do this is a little bit of my fandom homerism coming out. I think Elijah Moore in the tenth round is gonna be an absolute smash when we look back at this a year from now. So I struggle looking at that thinking what, you know, okay, next year what am I going to think of this trade? You know, how is Jordan Addison going to be? Where's that 24 first? Elijah Moore, shit, I got rid of him and I could have kept him and gotten a lot more after this season because I think you're selling him low. And Drake London, can he get much higher than what what is he right now? Wide receiver 8? Like is that are you going to get much higher than that? I, d- I don't know. So um, I I think it's a fair trade. It's an even trade. Uh, but I am going to use that cop out answer. So
0: yeah, I mean, you had Jonathan Taylor, Drake London, Kirk Cousins for Josh Allen.
1: <sighs> that's that's a lot. That's a lot to get Josh Allen. Like I think I'm going go to go the left side.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: So. I mean, I get it. Again, I get it. You're trying to get that top two level quarterback, but Kirk Cousins is consistently top twelve. Drake London is a top ten. Jonathan Taylor's top ten. Like, well, and maybe they're trying to move definitely. on
0: from Kirk Cousins before he. Kirk Cousins is not going to hold much more value. He's his value's plateaued, and it might be sinking soon.
1: Yeah, in and season that, move.
0: And so that's that's a it's a tough one where. You got London and Taylor, but you know, in two years, cousins might be going down, and then you got you know Josh Allen on the other side. So yeah, you know, I, I still think it's a good one.
1: All right, let's move on to Chig, our tight end.
0: Yeah, so um Trey Lance fans look away. <laughs> Chig Conquo third for Trey Lance and a future third. Trey Lance. Um, I'm willing
1: to take the shot on Trey Lance if that's a cost.
0: Wow, we got we got Brad to accept yeah. a Trey Lance and Anthony Richardson trade tonight. <laughs> that bourbon it must be tasting pretty good. <laughs>
1: it is pretty good. I'm not gonna
0: lie. Uh, we got Chigakwo and Rashid Shahid for Russell Wilson. If this is Superflex, I'm smashing that Wilson side.
1: Yeah, I, I. I just wouldn't want to go get Wilson like. If if you can, like you said, if it's super flex and you need a quarterback and you can make this happen, yeah,
0: it's just I'm not going and shopping for Russell Wilson. Look, if that's what it takes to get to get Russell Wilson, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm not shopping for Russell Wilson. But if I happen to just see a commercial and it says Russell Wilson, it just costs you a conquo Shahid, uh, three, you know, three easy payments of nineteen ninety nine, like, all right, <laughs> order it. And so here's here's why. Here's the case for Russell Wilson. I, I think you've heard Josh Larky's, uh, his, his uh, I don't even want to call it, speech. But everything went wrong possibly for Russell Wilson last year. I get it. It was awful. I had him in too many leagues. But here's the deal. They are absolutely married to this guy for the next four years. It's the same way I feel kind of about Dak. Whether you think he's going to get better or whether you think he's going to be good, it's it's better than Trey Lance where you don't even know where this guy's going to play or if he's going to play this year or next year. Russell Wilson will play. They, they have to pay him. They have to play him. And so you're getting a starting quarterback, period. You're getting him for a very good value in this trade. And then I just really believe in Sean Payton. If you look back 15 seasons as offensive coordinator, 11 of those seasons were top 10 offenses the other a, a, out of those out of those 11 six times they were number one overall do i think that russell Wilson's the number one offense this year no but they literally were the worst offense on a points per game basis last year there's nowhere to go but up and they were much better the second half of the year and uh russell wilson looks slim looks like he's been doing doing needs to do um really you sad know, about what Unlimited, yeah. No commercials. No wearing his own jersey. No unlimited stuff. I'm uh, Really sad about Tim Patrick. Um, really excited. Ah, does suck. Really excited about Marvin Mims. But uh, I, I just think that you're you're getting a guy that you, the team is has to do something, and you see with Sean, uh, Sean Payton. In Sean Payton, I trust. Bottom that's line, fair. that's fair. And the price is right. I mean, that's ridiculously cheap.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. I mean so, that's like this one here, Chig and Zay Flowers for Garrett Wilson, and you get a second. Like, like I, commish, step I, in I, here, man.
0: I, I sold the Conquo way too cheap in our league, and I'm regretting it. Seeing these trades, I like Chig, but I think you know, especially after DeAndre Hopkins, I expected it to drop a little bit. People are just excited. All right, yeah. Brad. Well, hey. I I don't think I have anything else to go through. You guys, please make sure you subscribe. And next week, we'll have another show for you. But uh, I'll catch you next week. And as always, good luck this season. Cheers.